0: Hi guys, I'm Thomas
1: and I'm Nadia. Welcome
0: Welcome to to The the topic. Topic. We talk about everything from climate change to human rights and today's topic is on Islamophobia in the Western world.
1: Before we start, we'd like to add a disclaimer that we are not Islamic scholars. In this episode, we are only bringing to light the important issues regarding Islamophobia based on our understanding and the research we have done.
0: So I'm right at the beginning of my Islamic journey. And of course, you, Nadia, have been following Islam your whole life. Yeah. So I wanted to start this off by asking, from your understanding, what do you think Islamophobia is?
1: Well, I think, to put it simply, Islamophobia is discrimination against Muslims. It's the unfair treatment and the typical stereotypes towards Muslims. People have their fixed prejudices when they hear the word Muslim or see a person in hijab, they instantly judge them.
0: For sure. And that can range from looks Muslims get just walking down the street to actual violence against them or their communities. You mentioned typical stereotypes. Do you think you could list a few?
1: Yeah, I'd say the most typical one would be that all Muslims are terrorists Mm. or that we know terrorists. There are billions of Muslims in this world. They can't all be terrorists. (laughs) People actually think that Islam is a religion that breeds terror and violence, which is ridiculous because it shows they don't even try to educate themselves about what Islam actually is before having that view.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. The misunderstandings that surround the religion of Islam are so stark and often well off piste.
1: The media doesn't help this either, you see headlines that would associate Muslims with terrorism, but if it's a white person, they would just say the person, who should be labelled a terrorist, is just a troubled kid. Why is it that when Muslims are introduced in movies, they're almost always being portrayed as terrorists or the bad guys?
0: Yeah, I know right, you can't have a normal Muslim character, it's like I'll wear a cap or a beanie and no one bats an eyelid, but as soon as you put a hijab on, the whole world goes crazy.
1: Yeah, definitely. I find it funny how in the West we're all like rooting for women's equality and letting women wear what they want. But of course, if that means a hijab or burqa, the assumption is I'm oppressed. What oppression actually is, is when you tell women they can't be as bare or as clothed as they want to be. I can't emphasize this enough. Let women wear what they want to wear let it be a bikini or burqa, it's none of your business. Exactly.
0: I mean, it's like the move to ban the hijab or other female Muslim attire in France.
1: Yeah.
0: Recently, we saw the French Senate vote a whole bunch of regulations through specifically targeting female Muslims. Just a couple to mention, stopping girls under 18 from wearing hijab in public, Mm. and even mothers who wear hijabs no longer being able to accompany their kids on school trips. It is worth noting, of course, that despite the Senate voting these through, it still needs to be approved. But this isn't new. You know, France brought in the burkini ban and we saw even French police force a lady to take off her burkini.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's crazy how the world keeps telling women what to wear, especially when it comes to Muslim women.
0: Absolutely. It's like they've taken Islamophobia and supercharged it with misogyny. Yeah. (laughs) It is worth mentioning, of course, that Islamophobia is fueled by a very small handful of extremists who give the rest of the religion and Muslims a bad name. Right. Uh, But of course, we hardly ever taint the whole of any other religion by the actions of a minority, right?
1: Yeah. And another typical stereotype would be that Muslims are all from the Middle East. Which is so not true. You get so many Muslims from like Southeast Asia, like me. Yeah, Yeah. and according to the World Population Review, the country that has the largest Muslim population is actually Indonesia. Mm. And speaking of Muslims in Asia, this may not be Islamophobia in the Western world, but we can also see Islamophobia in China with the genocide of the Uyghur Muslims and Mm. putting them in re-education camps. China has also been accused of destroying mosques. These are all clear signs of not only ethnic cleansing, but Islamophobia as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't have to be a Muslim to know that these sorts of actions are a violation of human rights. Yeah. China has also been accused of banning any Islamic practices such as stopping the spread of halal products Mm. for example. But of course this is actually just another uneducated assumption based on predetermined prejudices right? The word halal has been so misunderstood. I think there are still so many people and surprisingly Muslims as well who don't know what halal actually means. So Nadia you're a Muslim who decided to practice a more vegan diet and Mm -hmm. cut back on meat. Can you tell us why?
1: You're right, the word halal has been misunderstood. When it comes to meat, especially in the West, most of the halal branded meat have certifications that says the meat has been slaughtered in a halal way, which is a knife to the throat that causes little to no pain. Yeah. But what there is no certification of is whether the animal has been raised in a halal way. And what I mean by the halal way is when the animal has been taken care of properly, ethically, and not in factory farms. Mm, yeah. The reason why I practice a more vegan diet, apart from it being more sustainable, is because even if the meat has been slaughtered the halal way, most of them are raised in factory farms, which is the same as non-halal meat. They just slaughter them differently. So by eating that meat, I will literally be eating tortured flesh, which is not halal.
0: Yeah, I, that makes sense. I actually know a really good and genuine halal place in Oxfordshire okay. um, called Willowbrook Farm, uh, where they raise the animals properly, obviously, slaughter them correctly. Cool. Um, this isn't an ad to the listeners, yeah. <laughs> so I just like this place. Um, there are so many non Muslims who are against Muslims mm-hmm. and their practices because they think they are violent right. um but this is a really good example that they then go and eat factory farmed meat yeah. surely eating proper halal meat is better than eating tortured factory Yeah, yeah uh, and the word halal doesn't just apply to food but also actions and i think this all ties back to the fact that this is something that related to islam and because they have been given only a very small amount of information they instantly yeah. think it's bad
1: yeah definitely and um, I think we have mentioned and talked about quite a few issues with Islamophobia, and now that we are all, we are all aware of these issues, the next step is to address them. Yeah. As with any discrimination, it's really hard to tackle these issues because they are usually built in systemically, especially when the corporate Western media supports those views. So, Thomas, do you think we can address the issues with Islamophobia?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's incredibly hard to give any sort of advice on calling out discrimination because often it isn't the people who agree with what we're saying that need to change, right? Um, But I guess as individuals, we can quite literally call it out. Yeah. So when we see it, whether it's a supposed joke by a friend or stopping abuse or stares in the street, we can do that as individuals. Right. On a wider level and probably more impactful level, we need to be holding governments and corporations and more importantly, the media to account you know from stupid uneducated comments to literal propaganda having the western media perpetuate islamophobia we have to be complaining and raising our voices regarding these actions but i think we've got a really really long way to go
1: yeah, I completely agree. It's really problematic when the most viewed American news station being Fox News have host or guest calling Islam a cancer. Yeah. That sort of thing sticks and unfortunately people believe what they hear or are told. It's actually a real problem when the media portrays or betrays a certain group of people as something they're usually not yeah. and then broadcast it like it is the facts because no one calls them out. We can all hold them to account. Official. I think we have covered all the good points for this episode. I hope you guys have taken some good from what we have discussed, learned from it, and continue to take necessary actions towards a better world.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at thetopicpodcast. And before you go, remember to take care of yourself, take care of others, and also the planet. Bye. Bye! In the next episode of The Topic, we'll be discussing why people are so disconnected with feminism.
1: Surely, we all want to be treated equally, no matter what we identify as. So why is it that when the word feminism comes up, a lot of people get defensive or disown the term?
0: Yeah, it's a broad issue with a lot of history, but sorry to break it to you. Ultimately, if you look at me and then look at you and you see us equally, you're a feminist. Yeah.